Hello fellow grievers, today you have found Season 1, Episode 27 of the Leftover Pieces Podcast, and today is one of my solo episodes where I go down the rabbit hole to discuss things that are on my mind, things that are related to suicide loss or the grief space. Before I get started today, I want to tell you that season one of the Leftover Pieces podcast is coming close to an end. This is episode 27, and my plan is to have episode 30 be the final episode for the season. Episode 30 will be on May 2nd. Just so you know what to expect, I'm going to take four weeks away from recording and editing episodes so that I can simply recharge my batteries and plan for season two which I plan to launch on June 6th. So what can you expect during my break? Well, during that time, I'm going to release some bonus content for you so that every week an episode of The Leftover Pieces still comes out. They'll just be bonus episodes. I'm thinking I'll release some more meditations and I have a few other surprises in store for you. But as for season one, we still have today plus two more full-length conversations, and one more rabbit hole episode. And just to give you a little preview, I think you're going to really enjoy the last two conversations of the season. The first one, which will be next week, is going to be with Cheller of Cheller's House of Rocks. Cheller is warm and funny and forthright. She discusses so many personal details of what led her to where she is now. And so much of that has had to do with her experience through grief. And then the final episode of the season will be with Dr. Lenore Matthew of the Alchemy of Science and Spirit. Lenore lost her husband to suicide just over a year ago. And from the night her husband passed, she has been faced with her own ability to communicate with spirits on the other side and has spent the last year researching and going deeper into the world of where science and spirit collide. If you're at all like me, you want nothing more than to still be able to be in contact with your loved one on some level. I do know that Alex gives me signs, and I slowly have given myself more permission to realize them for what they are. I think this episode with Dr. Lenore Matthew will speak to so many of you, and I'm anxious to share it with you in just a few weeks. So until then, today, I'm going to go ahead and jump down the rabbit hole. I'm going to discuss shame, suicide, and stigma, and how they're often woven together in this unbreakable cycle where one can perpetuate the other for many of us. It's the cycle that ultimately ended the lives of our loved ones. So how do we make sure now that this world is ours, that we don't become part of the cycle ourselves? So I'm just going to take a deep breath and try to unmuddy the waters that I just muddied up. Uh, That is what happens when I go down these rabbit holes of things that I'm thinking about. So when I decided what I was going to talk about today, well, let me back up. I didn't hadn't decided yet. So I did what I sometimes do when I'm not sure what I want to talk about. And I decided to meditate a while and see if anything came to me. 
And I'll be honest, that doesn't always work. Meditation's always a great relaxation tool, but I don't always have these big flashes or aha moments that answer the things that I hoped that they would. But today, when that happened, I did have almost a lightning bolt moment. The word shame very clearly came through to me. And as I kind of found myself gently questioning, it just kind of showed up louder. And I'll be honest, it was probably something that was in my subconscious and on my heart a little bit. I had been listening to a speaker on a live Zoom cast that someone had shared. And the the subject matter doesn't really matter, but it was about um, being a non-believer in the Christian form, meaning being an atheist. And so in listening to that, that probably was sitting somewhere in my subconscious. And that kind of plays into what I'm going to talk about a little bit today, because the idea of shame, a lot of us put that kind of in the same family, like as a cousin to, or sitting right next to guilt. And they're related for sure, but they're definitely not the same. And shame and guilt and suicide and stigma, these are all words that live with us. Um, and the words really aren't adequate for the feelings, right? But guilt is something that we do wrong. So it's an action or a perceived action of something that we've done wrong. As to our shame is more about our whole self being wrong. It's this intense, painful feeling or experience of believing that we're flawed and therefore unworthy or not enough. And like for me, when I did my breakthrough coaching uh, with Emily, who I spoke to in one of my conversations this season, um, and I I did a breakthrough coaching with her that helped me uh, really deal with my feelings and be able to kind of move forward in where I'm at in my journey. The biggest thing I faced was not being enough, which is shame. You know, that feeling that I inherently was flawed and not worthy of love. And that's, I don't feel that way anymore, but that's hugely limiting. And for, for people that feel shame, why do they feel shame? Well, it's often because we're perceived as different. And that, that could be something as simple as we're a non-believer, And that's often looked at as bad by other people. Or it could be something that I'm going to speak to with probably regards to my son, Alex. And and part of what he was carrying with him was he was highly sensitive. And to be highly sensitive and caring as a boy, as a man, can often be something that is stigmatized. And he was in a fraternity. And I'm sure I'm going to go down the rabbit hole in fraternities at some point because I have a lot in me to say about them, but I won't today. I'll just uh, just not digress and I'll stick to the point of being in a fraternity, uh, the ultimate boys club, and being a sensitive man was a stigmatized thing for him. And so then you get in this cycle of shame and stigma and the down drag of that and the sadness can often lead to suicide. So then it becomes this cyclical effect of shame and suicide and stigma. And, you know, the way my brain was breaking it down when I was thinking about it to earlier today was for mental health, where mental health is concerned and the stigma of mental health, 
that often begets shame because if you're bearing the burden of having mental illness or mental health issues on your own, why aren't you sharing them? Well, because the underlying emotion of shame is too great for you to break past that. Well, shame then in, in, in people that are then experiencing this degree of sadness or depression often can lead to feeling like there's no way out of the pain besides suicide. Then those of us that are left behind, the pain that we endure after losing our loved one to suicide. Often, whether we want to or not, often it begets shame. And some of that can come within our family structure, you know, family members that are ashamed for whatever reason of how our loved one died. But that shame then can perpetuate the stigma, the very thing that we're trying to overcome so that suicide stops being an option to so many people. So I'm sure it's not a hard leap for you to kind of see a wheel in your head that has those three words in it, because that's how I saw it, was because then stigma can lead to shame and potentially suicide in survivors. Therefore, the cycle continues. So for me, for the sake of just discussing this and putting it out there for all of us to think about, the big question becomes, how do we get off the wheel? How do we break the cycle? How do we not allow shame to win? So ultimately, we're talking about breaking that cycle, which for me, the biggest words that come to mind are talking, which means conversations, more conversations like I'm having with people, like other people are having with people. We have to normalize things. We have to make it more normal to discuss grief, more normal to discuss the feelings of, of shame and stigma. And if we're feeling suicidal, it needs to become a normalized thing to discuss our feelings and for it to be okay when we're not okay. And that means we have to validate each other. We have to validate each other as human beings and we have to validate how we're feeling and have it be okay to feel however we're feeling and offer hope. And ultimately, then for me, kindness creeps in because if at the end of all of this, we can just learn to be kinder to each other, I think then that becomes a cycle that we can be on where we're normalizing and talking and validating. And in the center of that is kindness. So that's my hope. And that's part of what I'm trying to do. And I didn't really know where I was going today, nor do I have some sort of set ending point. That's the thing about these conversations. I kind of just write a few things down and then I kind of just go with it. And today, this just feels like a good place to stop, to let you think along with me of what we can do and how each of us can make a small contribution to normalize sadness, to normalize depression, and to normalize being different. And then to start talking about it all and having conversations, continue having conversations, initiate conversations, and be brave enough to step into 
difficult conversations because that's the only way we're going to make a difference. Thank you for being here. Thank you always for listening. And know that each and every one of you is in my heart more than I can tell you. And I'm going to end today by asking, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. This is kind of the hard part for me. I don't like to do that because I'm not doing this podcast for a following. But be clear, I'm doing it for those that follow. So I hope that makes sense. And the only way this is going to reach more people that want to listen is if the people that are listening subscribe share. And if you're so led, I would love for you to leave a review because again, the way the algorithm works is that that's how more people will be able to find the leftover pieces and will help us grow this community that again, we wished we didn't have, but we need so very much until next time. Talk soon. Mm -hmm.